Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F I B E R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two day trial pack a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance, let's just dance, baby, I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Welcome back to the bar. This is bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly. Hello. Shit, I forgot. What? I, well, first of all, you have me all flustered today because I know. Christy, Christy calls me at 10 to 12 and says, can you film at 1230? Right. Meanwhile, I have no shower, no nothing. So right. I hurried up and got ready. Well, I just wore a t-shirt because I thought, uh, I'm not going to look for my clothes from last week. But I could have worn my sweatshirt. I got my sweatshirt in the mail. The two bitches are left. Isn't it cute? Yes. I think it's cute. really cute. Every time I wear it, people stop me and tell me they like it. And then they realize what it like. What it that means. It's me. yeah. No, they realize it's me. Yeah. Like they're reading my shirt and then they're like, holy shit. I'm like, yes, I'm wearing the t-shirt of the quote we said. It's all very full circle. Yeah. Mine's a sweatshirt though. Like for me to film in it today, like it's very humid here today. I would be sweating to death. So yeah, it I would be hot. Well, I'm in, I'm in Syracuse in a hotel room and uh, it has done nothing but rain. Oh, that's yucky. Yeah. I've been working. I'm speaking at Syracuse university this evening, so that'll be fun. But um, yeah, I've done nothing but work. I want to know when I get to have fun in life. Oh, it's coming. I mean, I guess I had a little bit of fun, but you know, whatever. Yeah. I think we should get right into the episode because, you know, it's a yucky one and we hate it. So let's at least just uh, get, it, get I, through it. I think this is probably the worst. Yeah, you talk about this, this one a my, lot. Like you had said, um, the one about Chloe, that that still affects her now. That's how this is. Like this, yeah. when Paige thinks about this, it yeah. really because it's Because it's a humiliating again. thing. Uh, yeah, like, God, how many people were in there? Maybe 400 people? That was when... Lots of people came to our yeah. competitions. But it's not even just the 200 people in there. It's the fucking 2 million people that are watching it at home. And then the 50 million people are going to continue to stream it for the rest of the kid's life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you drinking anything today? Uh, no, because you had me rushed and then you were late. You I were 10 my minutes microphone. late. So I could have gotten a drink. I'm drinking Diet Coke and water. Well, maybe I'll grab my bottle of wine over there. Maybe. I have a bottle of wine, but I can't drink too much because, you know, I have to be a respectable member of society tonight. When, when the hell does that ever happen? When, I, when I'm being a beacon of light and inspiration to young college girls, that's when. Okay, we'll go with that. Well, you and I are going to a college soon. I know, I'm excited. I know. I and wonder... how about it's Brooks College? I know, it's going to be really fun and I really hope that we end up getting to do more colleges, like college yeah. appearances. That would be fun. It okay, so be. if you're listening and you go to college and you guys need like a fun event, Kelly and I are now making college appearances. <laughs> Even though it's just one. Yes. But we're available for bookings and we will come and we will do a big Q&A on stage and, um, you know. And like a meet and greet after. Yeah. 
Right. So fun. Fun, fun. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So let's just get right into the episode since we have a, a lot to cover and it's disgusting. Yes. I hate this episode. And th- this is one episode that I need to drink and I don't have my drink. Do you want to go get a drink? No. That's okay. all right. All right. So we're doing the second half of season three, episode 18, The Candy Apple Showdown. And last week we finished at us arriving at the at the competition. Yes. And we're doing a Masters of Dance Invitational. Ugh. I, I'm only ugh-ing because they're all so hard to keep straight at this point. I know. But we arrive and our little minivan, the kidnapper van that I always called it, and we're in the lobby and Abby's checking us in and she's like, there's a lot of good dance schools at this competition and she's nervous to compete against Kathy, especially now that she has her new team. Mm-hmm. Kathy has a new team every week. Right. You know? Yes. So we see the candy apples, they're coming in and Abby's like, don't acknowledge them. Just pretend they don't exist. Which is so funny that she's saying that because she always tells our kids that they have to be polite. Yeah. You know? But me and you, pain in the asses that we are, like, we're asking where Kathy is. Like, why did we care? Like, because somebody somebody told us that we had to care. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) But the parents say that she's absent because uh, Vivian is sick. And Melissa's like... Well, we did see Vivi going to show her nose. Yeah. (laughs) But Melissa says Vivi is always sick. And Jill's like, no, Kathy. Hallelujah. There's a God. Well, meanwhile, Melissa's saying that Vivi is always sick. Isn't Mackenzie's foot always injured? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just have to tell you this. Side note really quickly. We got so much feedback from the ZocDoc ad that we did. Remember we were talking about how um, Mackenzie should have used, or Melissa should have used ZocDoc for Mackenzie's yeah. foot? <laughs> People were like, screaming that it was comedic genius that we did an ad and like related it back to her foot. People thought that was really funny. (laughs) That's cool. Glad you liked it. I was proud of that. Yeah, because I suck at ads. I hate ads. Well, I thought that was a funny one. Yeah. So me and Abby are talking about Victoria. She's the new girl on Kathy's team. And we're talking about how she's from Studio Larkin and she's a ballet student and Christy Ray is talking to Abby about Anthony, mm-hmm. who is not my favorite person. Uh, as we will find out very rightfully so later. Yeah. But Abby, you know, gives us her opinion about him. And she says that he's a wonderful choreographer, but she says that he's only capable of choreographing for himself. Mm. He doesn't do what's good for the kids. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's very important. Oh, oh my God. Absolutely. Which is why we would have fits when other people would come in to choreograph because they didn't know the kids and they would just give them choreography yeah. that didn't... I'm the one that always had the fit because they always brought them in for my kids. Yeah. Right. But that's right. why. Because they don't know what your kid can do. Right. And Abby says, there's a difference between being an amazing dancer and being an amazing choreographer. And I, I give Abby that because she does do that. She, that's one thing she's very good at. Right. I agree. So um, the girls are getting ready and Jill's talking to us about Kathy and she's like, you know, do you think she'll show up? And she's like leaving the team high and dry. And Kat, Holly says that Kathy probably thinks that she doesn't need to be here because she has things all wrapped up, which... 
if Anthony choreographed the dance, I really don't know why Kathy would need to be there. You know what I mean? Agreed. Except for here, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with just why Melissa never thought she had to say anything. You're on a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> you are on a TV yeah. show. Uh. So then we're in the Candy Apples dressing room, and the parents are asking about Kathy. And Anthony's, you know, he says that he's a, their fearless leader by default. And he's like, as long as Abby doesn't get in my face, you know. Oh, foreshadowing. Oh, gosh. How about when Melissa says she's going to, well, when she's going to kick him in the balls? Yeah. Rick says that, you know, he'll help Anthony, that they'll be the wonder twins. I, I think I think they're both annoying. Oh, my God. Just to be honest. Well, yeah. I also think, too, that, what who what's the dad's name that you just said? Rick? Yeah, it's not Rick. It's uh the other dad. Like, he wanted to be a star so bad. The one that the kid spins on his head. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I agree with that. But I'm talking about the other dad. Gino's dad. Yeah. I think he wanted to be a star, too. Ah, uh, okay. He just wasn't as boisterous as right. the other one. Right. Yeah, this one's sassy. Yeah. So then we go to the LDC dressing room and we see Asia. She's changing into her costume and she comes out to show everybody. And you're like, Kelly, she stole your Jetsons outfit. Yeah, because we had been talking. It didn't make sense. It was really funny that they showed that because it didn't make sense. We had talked about at one point, I think Abby had said something to you. One of your dresses looked like the Jetsons. Because it had like the swing skirt. Yes. And she said, you look like the Jetsons. And that's what I was talking about. But yeah, but they didn't show the part of her. No. Yeah. And so I was I knew exactly what it was. And I was like, oh, I get it. But then I was like, did they show that? And I was like, I don't think so. Yeah. You and I got it, but nobody else did. Yeah. Well, story of our lives. (laughs) So Abby says it looks like or you say it looks like my Jetsons outfit. And Jill's like, it looks like Buzz Lightyear. And Abby has Asia run her solo, and Abby says, if the soloists let the Wicked Witch's students get them, they're going to crack under pressure, and the ALDC doesn't crack. And Abby reminds the girls that the judges have a lot of routines at this point, but there's an opportunity to do something exciting that will get the judges to wake up. Okay. And Abby says to Chloe, you know what your mistakes are, and you know what you do wrong. I don't need to remind you about them. Which, yeah, they all, I think they all know their problems. It's just, (laughs) ah. How how can we focus on making, you know, people feel like shit? Oh, okay, Mm -hmm. here, like this. So then Abby says to all four of the soloists, um, don't regret your performance. Come off saying this was the best I could do today. So then Melissa's in her interview and she says, Abby keeps putting Maddie and Chloe against each other, but it's good competition. It makes each other work harder, which I agree with. Yeah, I don't disagree. So we all leave the dressing room and, you know, they're going to stage. And in the hallway, Candy Apples is outside. Gina, Lennon's mom, says, you're safe. Come on through. Kathy's not here. And Abby just brushes past the parents and points at Rick and says, it's that ass I'm worried about. Okay, so how how does Abby get to say like call him an ass like that and then act shocked when he responds back you know (gasps) you know like you're 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 attacking me well you just called him an ass most people aren't going to just sit by and take it yeah i think he goes a little too extreme though 
I agree, but okay. it's like she runs up to somebody, she kicks him in the balls, and then she's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it that hard. Yeah. So Rick's like, really? You're going to start on me? I haven't said anything to you. I never addressed you, but always got to start, right? And he's like, you know, you're not worth my time of day. And Melissa is like, shut your mouth, which Melissa never sticks up for us. No. No. But she's sticking up for Abby. Yeah. Rick's like, I could care less. I'm not here for you. And Abby stops and stares back at Rick and says, like, she doesn't say anything. Right. And Melissa's just trying to get the girls to hurry up. And Melissa says, you know, she's talking about Rick and she's like, he has anger issues and he better stay away from us. Yes. And she looks at Rick and says, I'll kick you right in the balls. I can't. I can't <laughs> with the, I'm going to kiss you right in the balls. But Rick's like, he guarantees that Melissa won't touch him. Well, yeah. And then Melissa's like, Rick probably doesn't have any balls. So then we go. Wait, she said that. That's what she says. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> So now we're in the auditorium of the competition and Asia goes on for her solo. It's called The Robot. It's a jazz solo. And Abby says, even though Asia was portraying a robot, there's nothing mechanical going on. Her face was all human. She brought that robot to life. I'm not not sighing uh, at Abby necessarily. What I'm sighing at is always the cheesy, like, shit. Like... There's nothing mechanical about Asia, you know? It's like, why do you have to be so cheesy? Yeah. Well, then they show behind the stage, Asia coming off, and Maddie asks her about the stage floor. And Asia's like, you know, it's good for turning. And so Maddie goes out. She does her solo. It's called I'm On My Way. It's a lyrical solo. And after they show Maddie doing her solo, they show Kathy and Vivi in the audience. She's like behind Melissa, oh, so I don't know when she got yeah. there. She just showed up, obviously. Right, right. Huh. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. So then we see Chloe. She does her solo, and it's called yeah. My Obsession, and it's contemporary. It's and you say in your interview, Chloe was brilliant in her solo. She danced very well, and she is a force to be reckoned with. I agree. Yeah, I agree, but I just didn't like this dance. I I like the costume. Yeah, I thought the dance was boring. So now we're in the dressing room, and Abby congratulates all the soloists, and then she's talking to Christy Ray, and she said, what was going on in that waiting room at the dance studio yesterday? She said, I heard your mouth over and over. To Christy Ray? Oh, this was about my fight, right? Yeah, when you guys are in the... um, Yeah, I know, but it's just obnoxious. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm tattling. I'm like, the F word was coming out and it wasn't from me. <laughs> Actually, and it wasn't from me. Christy Ray says, it came from me. I own it. I just get hot when there are stories that are clearly not exactly how it went. So she's saying we just took everything out of contact. Okay. Yeah. And Abby asks for some details and Christy A recaps the fight for her. And Abby says, I have never seen Asia cry because... I'm yelling at her in class. And Joe's like, yeah, but we have. That's the point. And Asia, you know, speaks up and she says that she was crying because she didn't want Nia to get in trouble. Okay. And Jill looks at Asia and says, but Nia wasn't in trouble, honey. And Christy Ray says that she thought, Asia thought that Nia was in trouble. And Jill's like, let her speak. 
Yeah, but what's so funny about this is that clearly this is brought up so that I can't. So basically, it gives Abby a reason to like target me because like she never asks about a fight upstairs, really. She asks, but it's usually if it involves you or I so that she can like get herself involved and yell at us. So I hate the producers for this. Yes. Christy Ray starts getting irritated and Jill being herself, keeps repeatedly asking the same question. Um, but Jill insists that it was Abby. And Abby says, give the kid credit for having a brain in her head and not cracking. She did it in privacy. Right. But if anybody else goes and cries, besides a Ziggler kid, Abby screams that they're running and hiding in secrets yeah, or lies. Save and your, your tears for your pillow and yeah. whatever. So Jill gets up, she grabs Kendall, and Kendall starts crying as they're walking out of the dressing room. And she's like, Jill's like, I can't do this in front of my child. And Christy Ray's like, do what? Right. And Abby, here Abby says, save your tears for your pillow. Yep. And Jill looks at Kendall and she's like, they're idiots. I love and, it. I love it. And they it. leave. But why don't I don't understand why Kendall was crying. None of that argument had anything to do with Kendall or Jill. I... I feel just, just as because if, they were arguing, probably, arguing. and I think at that point she was just so like upset anytime there was fighting that it was like, uh, like I, I think the kids all had their nerve endings like on the surface of their skin, basically. Yeah. Um, so now we're in the candy apples dressing room, and Kathy and Vivi walk in, and you know everybody's cheering because they're com they're there at the competition, and Kathy's like. I promise I won't let Vivi breathe on anybody. Was Anthony giving you guys, giving anybody a little Kathy? What does that mean? Maybe her attitude, I'm oh, thinking. Because okay. Rick's like, no, he was very nice. And Kathy tells Lennon, um, this is their chance to put Maddie in her place. And Kathy says, let me tell you guys something. Abby is ferocious and you guys are awesome. I agree. So then we're back in the our dressing room and Abby's talking to Kendall and she's like, all I know is that Kendall can't handle the whole thing. And Abby's criticizing Jill as a parent and she, she digs her fingernails into Kendall's back and tell her to toughen up. Like what a bitch. Like good thing. She's not a parent. No. Cause guess what? This is abuse. Yes. Like what parent digs your fingernails into your child's back? But um, Abby says, if you want to be in this business, you got to put yourself out there. And putting yourself out there means you're going to be criticized. And she says, they didn't sign up to be told that they're beautiful, wonderful, and perfect. Which, no, we didn't. But not to be told that you're stupid and everything else. Yeah, that is true. So Abby says, she don't know what all the crying is about, but it has to stop because I'm going to pick another kid to do a solo. And Abby says, 10 years old, mommy's grabbing you by the hand. Ridiculous. They're 10. I know. She says, Kendall should have insisted on staying in the dressing room to warm up. And once again, Abby says, save your tears for your pillow. This stuff makes me furious. And by the way, because we watch so much Dance Moms now, if I pull up any kind of social media content and immediately goes to Dance Moms and it's Abby's voice, I want to kill myself. Uh, yes. Because it's like, it's like being assaulted in my ears. I'm like, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. So then we're in the studio and Jill is trying to comfort Kendall. And she tells her that Abby doesn't realize how sensitive she is and that Kendall isn't motivated by insults. And Abby shouldn't be insulting 
Crystal or Crystal Kendall. Yeah. Which I like Paige is the same way. Yeah. Like, Chloe doesn't respond to criticism. I don't know very no. many people who do. No. But um, Jill says um, it would be a feather in Kendall's cap if to beat Maddie or Chloe this week. She has worked very hard. She's deserving and she's improved immensely. Do you feel that we always say the same stuff in every... Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's very repetitive and very annoying. And usually it's us being yeah, the idiots. Of course. Right. Well, that's... I don't know if you know, but when you go in the editing bay, I'm sure there's a picture of us going like, edit to be dumb. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. And a bitch. Jealous bitch. Yes. Um, so now we're back in the auditorium. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, Kendall's doing her solo. It's called Hands Up, and it's a jazz solo. And Abby says she went out on a limb and she gave Kendall a solo this week because I think that she's a contender right alongside Maddie and Chloe. She just needs to prove my point. No, she just proved my point, meaning she did well. Yes. Yeah. So now Lennon is doing their solo. It is a contemporary dance. And Abby says Lennon did well. But Abby didn't understand the routine. She's so rude. You know what I mean? Like, she puts all kinds of crazy shit out there. Like, this dance is about resurrection. Nobody got resurrection from it. But she's like, you're an idiot because you didn't interpret the dance. And she's like, I don't understand this routine. Yeah. Now, Jalen and Nikki did a duet. Did they compete against anybody on our team? I don't think so. I don't either. And I don't know why they showed that. Because right. they never show Brooke's dances because she doesn't compete against anybody. So right. I don't know why they showed this. Yeah, I don't either. I didn't like that. I don't like it either. Their dance is Illusions of the Dance and it's acrobatic. Abby says that wasn't a duet. It was really two solos side by side. So was Mackenzie and Maddie's duet a few weeks ago. Yeah. And she's like, clearly the little head spinner is not on the same level as Nikki. Nikki should have done been doing a solo. And in the hallway, Abby walks past Kathy and her team, and she just doesn't say anything. And Anthony is shown holding like a table that's a prop. Like it's the prop from the duet. And Kathy says, nice job, Ab. Could be a big sweep this week. Did you bring your broom? Fly in on your broom. She's asking a question. Um, and a few minutes later, oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> you're fighting with Anthony and you're like, excuse me, keep your hands off of a lady. And he's like, keep yeah, your hands he off of my prop. Me. Well, like, he, he thinks put his you hands touched on his me. prop. I did not touch his prop. I assure you there was no prop touching. There was no unauthorized prop touching. Wow. You and him just keep going back and forth. Yeah, it's stupid. And you keep telling him not to touch you. He insists that you touched his prop without permission. And, you know, Holly just takes you into the dressing room. And we hear Anthony calling you, telling you that you're crazy. Kathy, Anthony's now just become part of the team. I hate her. (laughs) Yeah, he's fitting right in being a crazy man. Yeah. Um, So then we're in the ALDC dressing room and Abby's critiquing the girls on the group routine. And she says that she wants to teach the girls and the audience a lesson. She wants to beat Kathy, too. And a number like this can do it. So we're in the Candy Apples dressing room, and the kids are getting their makeup done for their group dance, which uh, makeup artists were doing their makeup. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. Um, Kathy's like, I think this number has the total package. We've got fabulous costumes that Abby went all... Anthony went all out on, 
and I think the choreography is fresh. I definitely think we stand a huge chance to beat Abby Lee Dance Company. You know, they start going to the stage and, you know, Anthony's giving everybody a pep talk. Then Abby's, you know, rehashing her speech that she gives the girls about how she wants the girls' routine to be or whatever. And she's referring to the child runaways. Yeah. You all are aware of this. Let's make them all aware of it. Again, this is a school shooting number. (laughs) Or I don't even think it's school shooting. It's a shooting. Yeah. So Abby says a teacher's success is based solely on the sex of the success of their students. Kathy doesn't have any success. She's so vile. I can't believe with all of the things that she has said to Abby has said about Kathy on TV that Kathy could be her friend now. And by the way, somebody from Dance Mom, I think it was uh, Christy and Sarah did some sort of a TikTok somebody sent me where they were like, I don't remember what it was, but basically they were like, we we know that Kathy and Abby have always been best friends or something. I'm like, no, they were not. They fucking hated each other. Yeah. Do they both like get along well now? Yeah, but they were not always best friends. I, that to me is insane that people have the nerve to like say that and act like they have authority. How many times did we sit there and like have Abby hold up production because she did not want to be on camera with Kathy? Yeah. Well, she didn't want Kathy's team to have any scream time. Well, sure. Just like she didn't want us to. No. If it were up to Abby, it would have been like the Maddie Truman show. It would have just been <laughs> like 24 hours a day. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, 
Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. Okay, so we go to the auditorium and Candy Apples do their group dance. And Melissa's like, I'm nervous about this group dance. The group dance is the most important thing and this has to go well. Uh, so then we do our group dance and the routine is announced and the girls begin to perform. And halfway through the dance, it shows Kathy commenting on the routine. And Kathy's like, what did you say? And Anthony's like, the kid in the red pants didn't know what they were doing. And Anthony's like, yeah, she knew. And Kathy's like, no, that's Paige. Paige generally doesn't know what she's doing. Like, what a bitch. That is a bitch. And that's shame on Kathy for doing that because I feel like if you were like a full-time cast member, you kind of... I never said anything about yeah. Kathy. And I, I never even fought with Kathy ever. Only that one time about my costume and that was because she took it from her. Right. I was always nice to Kathy. Well, I think she said Brooke had sickle feet though. Yeah, but that's her saying something mean to me. No, I never I know. said anything mean about her, I, her I know. or her students. I know. But so Melissa says that Kathy and Anthony... We're talking really loud about Paige, and it's really ticking her off. And Kathy's like, it's obvious to put your best dancer out in the front. So you watch the back line. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we finish dancing. We go off stage. And Abby calls Paige over, and she tells her that Anthony and Kathy are ripping on her. But why did Abby have to tell Paige that? Exactly. Paige would have known nothing about it. So why would you point that out to a 10 or 11-year-old in front of 400 people in an audience? It was so unnecessary. Just like when Abby says stuff to Mackenzie, like, no one's going to know your name anymore. Everyone's going to forget who you are. But, but just You're like gonna... the, the voting for Kathy and Ma or Maddie and mm -hmm. Chloe Solo. I mean, you know how humiliating that was? And it was in our dressing room only around us. This right. was in a full auditorium of people. Right. So... Abby says that I thought if Paige stood up to them, she says, you know, she, she looked at the man and said, if you have something to say, say it to my face, that Anthony would rationally, as a grown adult, say, oh, honey, I'm sorry. 
I won't say anything else. Okay, but to Paige, yeah, Paige is supposed to handle it. But also, now Abby is encouraging children to speak back to adults. Yeah, because normally she would be like, "You mind your elders," you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say was, it's a contradiction. Yeah, definitely. So Paige is standing there in the owl, and she's listening to Anthony give her critiques. And I walk over to them and I'm like, I'm, I'm telling him to leave Paige alone. And I, I say, you know, you're not her dance teacher. Like, I don't pay you to give her corrections. I pay right. Abby to give her corrections. Right. And I look at Anthony and I say, don't rip on my daughter. She's 11 years old. And Anthony's like, Abby does it enough. Right. And I'm okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I pay her for that. You know, I, I pay her to critique Paige. But and hold on. Before you go on, what I was going to say, though, is, Yes, Abby does critique Paige. So why do you feel like you have to be on her back too? Obviously, the kid gets it. So, or, you know, gets shit. So why do you feel the need to also give her shit? Yeah. So Anthony's like, maybe you should get a refund because those knees were bent and she misses lots of steps. And I'm like, well, at least my daughter can get out there and dance. Vivi's sick every week. Yeah. So I guess I said something mean about Vivi, but I only did it in response to her reaction. So we see Paige in her interview, and she says, I really don't care that Anthony was giving me corrections. I like getting corrections from other people because it makes me a better dancer. She's like, I just didn't like that it was in front of the whole audience, and it embarrassed her, which I think it would embarrass anybody. I, I also think they asked Paige to say that. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Anthony insists he was only telling the truth, and that he said nothing against Abby. And Abby's like, you know what? Let's call Katy Perry and see what she has to say about you. And Anthony's like, I quit. That's what happened. And Abby's like, oh, or you got fired. Figure it out. I, I love the figure it out. Well, he just told you what it was, but okay. So did he work for, with Car no idea. Katy Perry and got fired, I'm assuming? I have no idea. I have literally no idea. But Anthony's like, I've never been fired from a job. And that he continues to work for that reason. And I confront Kathy and Anthony, you know, about them talking to Paige. First, they try to deny it. And then they downplay their rude comments. And Abby's like, all right, look, this is a dance competition. This is my livelihood. You either need to leave the premises or you need to act like a lady and a gentleman. I've had enough. And before Kathy can respond, the audience starts cheering. Yeah. But what gets me is... Like, they cheer like Abby's like a hero because right. she's sticking up for Paige. But the whole situation would have never happened to Paige if Abby didn't call her over. Yep. Yep. It's just like one of those things that it's like, oh, okay, like, you get to be the hero of the situation. It's... Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. Yeah. So, Melissa says, when you miss with one of our team members, it really makes Abby mad. Okay. We protect one another. She was sticking up for Paige. I totally disagree with that. I agree. Totally di disagree with that. Yep. Yep. So then they show me crying in the audience, which I, I wanted to die at that moment. Sure. I was just so, I, I wanted to like kill the guy. Right. And Abby and Kathy. But I get up and I walk out of the auditorium and I look at Kathy and I said, I hope you're happy. Now my kid's leaving. And they show yep. Paige crying and walking off the stage. And Kathy's like, that's okay, Kelly. You're where I was two weeks ago. And I, I think was that was because ago? she was like at the end of her rope and Abby was humiliating her. And, you know, 
Okay. I, I think that's what it is. Yes, we're all at the end of our ropes every week. So, okay. Yeah. So then Anthony gets up and he's like, he's denying that he was ripping on Paige. And Abby's like, you said she should give it up and go model. I heard it. Why are we still talking about this? I know. And he accuses Abby of putting words in his mouth. So me and Paige are in the hallway and Brooke, which I thought was so sweet. She comes running up to catch up to us. And she asks what's wrong. And I'm like, Paige is upset because they humiliated her. Yeah. They humiliated her in front of the whole audience. And in my interview, I said, I told Abby and Kat, I hold Abby and Kathy both responsible. They're both grown adults and they put an 11 year old in a horrible situation. I, I thought that was sweet though, that yeah. Brooke came to check on her sister. Yeah. See, they do love each other. Well, they love each other, obviously. Yes. Uh, so now we're at awards and they show Paige and I coming back into the auditorium and I say in my interview that Paige and I came back because I wanted her to sit in the audience and show the adults that they can't knock her down. And production made you come back, but go on. Yeah. Um, Asia Solo places first in the mini division, which is enough, like, she didn't compete against anybody either. Yeah. So why did they show her solo? But every single week, Brooke would do a solo. And I'm not every single week, but every time Brooke did a solo, they wouldn't show it. And that's why they said they didn't show it because she didn't compete against anybody. Well, this is one episode and Asia didn't compete against anybody and neither did their Candy Apples duet. But, okay, so then we go to the Junior Awards and Kendall got fourth place, Chloe got third place, and Lennon, Lennon got second place. And Abby says in her interview, so we have a tie, but they gave Chloe third and Lennon second. She says, you know, she explains that they used their technical score to break the, the tie. Keep this in mind because coming up a couple of times, but I know at the end of season four, when I finally leave, it's Chloe beats Cameron based on a technical tie. And Abby is screaming at me in the hallway that she has no technique. I'm like, she just well, she kind of says that right here. She well, says, yeah, right. No, I know. She says, so you show showmanship, choreography, presentation, and technique. Come on, Chloe. What about your technique? Right. But when Chloe beats her with technique, she says she has no technique. And Maddie got first place for her solo. And Jalen and Nikki's duet got first place in the junior solo division. I'm sorry, junior duet, duet division. Right. Uh, then we go to the Junior Small Group Awards, and the ALDC got second place, and Candy Apples got first place. And, you know, Abby just said about, like, the costuming and all of that. Their costuming was amazing. Yeah, Our yeah. costumes were, brought, like, She bought them wore. on the streets from New yeah. York. Like, they were, like, so stupid. Like, no, so she literally bought them on the so street corner. Points. Right. I mean, we were, like, that. we had... 279.7 points and they had 280.1. So it's not even like a point. Like maybe if we had nicer costumes and yeah. didn't have custom made makeup and shit on. Yeah. We and that makes that a big point. difference when you see that you're yes. like, wow, it's visually impressive. Exactly. So Ab Kathy comments, goodness prevails. And Abby says, it kills me that Kathy beat me, but I have to put it all into perspective. She's like, Kathy didn't beat me. One little girl that she stole and three kids from another around the country and a guest choreography beat me. 
that I could handle. I can't wait till we see Abby but stolen. But it didn't bother her that Asia won. Right. And yeah, she you just her. did the same thing with Asia. You brought in a girl from another studio. Yeah, you stole To her beat too. somebody else. Yeah. So uh, in the Candy Apples dressing room, um, the parents are all cheering when the kids walk in. And Anthony and Kathy um, give all the kids a hug. And she says that Candy Apples does their apple court chant. Um, she tells Veronica that... Victoria. It's Victoria. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. She tells Victoria that she can be the princess of the apple core and Kathy will be the queen. I don't want to be the princess or the queen of an apple core. I'm just saying. I don't understand why she calls herself the apple core now. I don't either. That's new. I think she yeah. just started that. Yeah. So they used to just be the apples. Well, I would rather be a whole apple than an apple core. <laughs> yeah, an apple core I is think, the part you throw away. It's yes, the gross part. And, I, and Abby used to call her that, but I, I think she was ripping on her for that. No, she was. Now, and now Kathy's calling her group that. Yeah, it's weird. So then we're in our dressing room, and Melissa's saying, you know, what happened to Paige was wrong. And I start crying again, and I explain to you what happened and how Abby was the one who put Paige in the situation. And all the moms, including Christy Ray, agree with me and say that it was wrong for Abby to do that. Yep. Yep. It was. Yeah. And Holly's like, how could Abby do that? And you're like, Abby could have protected her. And then I tell the moms that Abby sent me a text letting me know what Kathy and Anthony were saying. And I just ignored it. Yeah. I didn't oh. want to make a big deal about it. I Wait was, a minute. Everybody always asks if we all had each other's numbers. Like, so right there, you said, Abby sent me a text. Yes, I, I think I still have Abby's number on my phone. I, I had too. to like put X's in front of it because I didn't want it to come up accidentally. Yeah. I actually had a manager once, the same was Abby Miller. Her name was Abby Miller. And every time I would go to send her an email, Abby's old email would come up and I would be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I say about Abby text me, I say I wanted to ignore it. And I say, I didn't want my daughter being humiliated. Instead of it going away, Abby humiliated her in front of the entire live audience. And international television. Yeah. It was totally wrong. And there's there was nothing I could do about it. Which there was nope. nothing I could we could ever do about anything. No. I mean, it was happening in the moment in front of a live audience. Right. So Abby walks in and tells her side of the story. And, you know, she gave Paige a choice. She says... Paige chose to stand up to Kathy and Anthony. And I point out that, you know, Abby told her to stick up to Anthony and Kathy, even though Kathy, or even though Abby knew that they were going to be mean to her. Yeah, because they've been shitty to me and Abby throughout the day. Yeah. So what's going to stop them from being rude to Paige? Yeah. So... Abby tries to justify herself by saying that she assumed that Anthony wouldn't say those things to Paige's face. How do you think this Where, rationale yeah, is so twisted? Just the amount of times that we've seen Anthony, Anthony would have done or said anything on camera just to make himself. Yes. If Paige confronted him, of course he was going to yeah. say something. And Abby knew that. Right. Because he, Anthony was a jerk to everyone. Yeah. Why would anyone think he was going to be nice to Paige? Yeah. Yeah. But so Abby says Paige was completely confident. And I'm like, she wanted to prove to her dance teacher that she was strong enough to stand up. And she's like, and she did. She was great. 
do you want Paige to just be another pretty face, Kelly? Or do you want her to have some guts? And I'm like, what do you mean another pretty face? She stands up to you every week. Every day when you scream at her, she stands up to you. Yeah. And she does. Yep. And Paige would have never said something to Anthony or Kathy. No. If, if Abby didn't tell her to say something, she was taught to not speak that way to her elders. Of course. Um, so then we cut to Abby saying that the group routine was good, but she wishes that the confrontation didn't happen right, be- right afterwards. Melissa asks if everyone was together. When has Melissa ever asked if they Never. were together? But she did because Asia was off. Right. She's, Abby's like, no, I thought Asia was a hot mess. She was ridiculous. Asia ruined the group dance. However, I don't know where the judges were looking and I don't know what they saw. Isn't that funny? Because she always says she knows exactly where the judges' eyes are because she choreographs it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Abby peeks her head out of the dressing room and Kathy's out there. And Kathy says, hey, Ab, how you doing? Big win for the apples this week, huh? And Abby tells us, you know, that Kathy and her team are ready as yeah, we walk back into the dressing room. But Kathy comes in the doorway and she's like, you're going to go down every week. You know why? You're not only rude to people, but you're rude to children. You did that to poor Paige. Don't put your hands on your waist at me and look pitiful. You set that up. You're rude and you're going to go down. Nobody cares what about Abby Lee anymore. But I think, I think they're Kathy both at was, fault. Yeah, because Kathy was talking about us, Paige, first. Right. So if Kathy didn't start it, Abby wouldn't have done that. So it, I, I do think, though, that Kathy obviously did say that Abby, like, they set Paige up, you know, but I, she did. She, she was culpable. But look, I just like any time that we can take Abby down. Yeah. So Kathy's team leaves the dressing room and they're chanting, apple core, apple core. And Abby's like, Kathy was victorious this time. I'll give her that. But it has nothing to do with her skills. Kathy had nothing to do with that number, and Kathy is not, it's not going to happen again. Hmm. Uh, so Abby's, you know, putting on her coat, getting her things, and she lets us know that she's looking for property in L.A. so she can build a studio. I, th- I think it was, what, didn't like That didn't happen until, yeah, but that yeah. studio didn't happen until season five. This is still season some. three, yeah. Do you know that studio, I've heard, is a drunk tank now? Oh, yeah? Yeah, like when they arrest people for a DUI and they can't, like, let them loose back on the street. They put them there overnight, I think. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, I've never stepped foot in that studio. and um, I I'm never just, did either. Yeah, I, but somebody said something smart, like, this was our chance. <laughs> Not that it was a drunk tank. So Abby says she's looking for property in L.A. to build a studio. And Melissa's like, does that mean you're moving? And then it ends with Abby making a face as she leaves the dressing room and she never answers Melissa. I, I mean, I, I love how it's always like this dramatic thing. Okay. Um, how many drinks did you need to make it through this episode? I, I needed a lot. Five. Did you need five? Yeah. Oh, that's so a big. This was one of my, I, I hated this episode. I hated it. I'll go with, I'll go with two because I don't let my friends drink alone. Okay. I'm a giver. <laughs> I'm a giver. That's good. Who had on the worst outfit? I don't even remember what I wore. Probably something ugly. I would say probably the same as last week's because it's the same episode, basically, right? Yeah, I don't remember what anyone had on. I don't either. 
Uh, I'm going to give myself a misdemeanor for touching the prop, even though I don't think I touched the prop. Okay. I'm giving myself a felony for not beating Anthony and Kathy's ass and Kathy, Abby's. I agree. All three of their asses. I See, I should have beat their ass too, because a friend doesn't let a friend go to jail alone. I know. Yeah. All right. Did you have a favorite quote? No, not really. Did you? No, I feel like all the good quotes were in earlier episodes. Yeah. Or, yeah I'm sorry, lot... the first half of the episode. Yeah. This back half, I don't feel as though it had a lot of um, like individual. It didn't have a lot of like individual oomphs, kind of. Uh, maybe that I stole the Jetsons outfit. That yeah. Asia yeah. stole my Jetsons outfit, maybe. I mean, that was a little right. funny, but oh, just have something. I like Jill never backing down to Asia crying. I, I do. It's yeah. hysterical. It yeah. really is hysterical. Uh, your favorite dance from the episode? I think I'm going to say Kathy's group dance. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. yeah. It's I interesting. Like it was visual. It was cool. Yeah. All right. So let's do a new thing where we predict the pyramid for next week the next time they have pyramid because i know the next three episodes are specials and reunions which fucking yay because i hate it i hate a reunion because i usually get tortured as do you but what do you think the pyramid is going to look like well maddie will be on the top right because she won and then probably asia yep and then chloe yeah i think chloe will be in the middle row somewhere i think Paige is going to be at the bottom somewhere because it will be that she should have stood up for herself she did stand up for herself i know but it'll be something that she should have done more okay well we know brooke's always at the bottom too the last name highland man was did kenzie dance i was gonna say was she in the group dance i think she was okay oh yeah she was but here's the funniest part remember everyone's in this dance uh, because it's great for everyone but you know, they can't be in a dance about um, reincarnation because it's too mature, but they can be in the school shooting dance. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she was in it. So I'm going to say bottom row will be like Mackenzie. Nia will be down there somewhere. Um, Brooke and Paige. Brooke and Paige. But I guess Kendall might be fourth. Chloe could be third. Asia second. Maddie first. Yeah, I would say. I'm going to go Kenzie seven. I'm going to say maybe Brooke. No, we'll go Nia six. I'm going to go Brooke fifth. Oh, wait, I think I did that wrong. Whatever. Then I'll do Paige and then the rest I said. That's my prediction. Okay. We'll see. Who knows? You know, the pyramid is often not easy to uh, figure out. Well, that is it for us. We're going to head over to the after party. If you are not part of our Patreon, make sure that you go to patreon.com slash back to the bar and join us over on Patreon for our exclusive Patreon content where we uh, share extra stories. We answer questions. You get video content. And we also share um, never before seen photos and videos of when the girls were little. Yay! Or, or even when they're big. Who knows? We just share yeah. exclusive content over there. I don't know. All right. Mine so the blurry ones. Kelly, everybody knows when Kelly shares because they're always blurry. That's part. Listen, that's your brand. That's that's who. Yeah, that's your. I know. It, it's all. You're on brand. You're I consistent. Know. I know. I appreciate it. All right. We're going to head over there. We will see you guys back here next week. Have a great weekend. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. 
Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance, dance. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.